We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They did it. Football season starts now. Welcome to the QB one and one party. Woo! Tune into Twitch, see the balloons and the streamers, the beard that I spray painted silver. You appear to be starring as Tevya in a production of, of Fiddler on the Roof. Do I have that wrong? Do I have that right? No. No, this is a this is a makeshift Lovey Smith beard. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. To Thank Lovie you Smith beard. to Lovey Smith. This is a great look for me. It covers up my chins. You want to lift that back up so just like the mouth is exposed in the part where it's supposed to? Or no, the you got an Amish thing going now. Yes. <laughs> you look like one of those guys on Michigan Avenue, the robot guys. Let's all gather around Danny. At some point, I'm going to ditch the beard. Well, Shane, look at his lips, dude. <laughs> the lips are <laughs> silver. I'm trying not to. All right? <laughs> And as far as just the beard work in radio. He's got, a, he's got a good crack addict thing going right here. Bill's never back to Joe Rogan. I'm trying to get some crack rocks. This is a rough time. Yeah, there are so many things that I want to say that I can't. Here's the thing. Danny got intimate with the Tin Man. I like to listen to that. Yeah. I like the Tin Man. Oh, no. Where do you want to be while first? If I only had a heart. Oh, wait, no, he has a brain. Damn, what did the Tin Man sing? Heart, 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 heart. See the wizard, get some heart, get some balls. You know, if you don't understand hard, get some balls. Because uh, Scarecrow did if I only had a brain. Number one pick, I think he was saying. That. <laughs> if I were the king of the forest. I don't care. I don't care. Tin Man. Just because I'm presuming that I could be kind of human if I only had a heart. Tune into Twitch, see the balloons. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. We go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show, afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Balloons was a combination of beard and balloons, and everything else I stand by. Brian Cox in there. See the wizard, get some heart, get some heart. 1996, and still part of the lexicon here at 670 The Score. There's no place like the score, Danny. Click your heels three times and say it. There's no place like the score. That's what everybody says. Yeah. It's time for a Bears report with Mark Rohde. I yeah. forgot. But then there was that there wasn't the Moby Ditka music. Three off. It really did. Yeah. Grody! What's going on? There it is. Ah! Coming in hot. 
I, uh, guys, I'm coming in hot today because I am at NBC Sports Chicago right now, the home of Layla Rahimi, the Illinois broadcaster of the year, and we just did a segment together. So I feel like I have been blessed with gold by yet another award for the well-deserving Layla Rahimi. That's fantastic. Was looking forward to wishing her congratulations tomorrow. A very well-deserved honor. And, uh, yeah, we we were only finalists for the Marconi. So what, <laughs> what, what, what a step down for you, Grody. Well, I mean, Marconi was national. Uh, you, you, you didn't win the award, though. I mean, after all the buildup and the we're doing this and we're going to go get dressed and go to an award show, hey, and then we didn't right, win. Grouts, Grouts, right. It's an honor just to be nominated. Okay. That's my story, and we're sticking to it. No. It's all good. No. But, yeah, you're over there with, like, a bunch of your Bears media friends because it's a big day. Ryan Poles spoke, and yes. he covered a lot of ground, didn't he, today? Yeah, so many things, and I don't think there's any place that we can start other than what Ryan Pohl said about QB1 Justin Fields. Let's play some of that. Yeah, we had good conversations. I'm excited for the direction he's going, and as I mentioned before, he knows where he has to improve. I think you mentioned that the other day. Um, so we're excited about his development and where he goes next. He showed ability to be impactful with his legs, there's flashes with his arm. Now if we can put that together, I think we have something really good. Because you have the first pick, there are people that sit there go, the quarterback might be available there. But you're saying Justin's your guy. Well, we're going to do the same as we've always done. We're going to evaluate the draft class. And I would say this, I'd have to be absolutely blown away to make that type of decision. Ryan, specifically, do you want to see Justin Fields get better as, as, a, as a passer? Yeah, just um, as a passer, just for things to slow down, um, mentally and then be able to react and anticipate quicker um, obviously with that we also have to continue to build around him so that he can do that uh, consistently as well what did you learn about him just watching him kind of develop as that leader of this offense yeah resilient uh, a guy that has um, ownership he has growth mindset the amount of time that he put in with the coaches to continue to get better the guy is hungry to be successful in this football in this league what was your evaluation of the, your early evaluation of the free agent class? Yeah, um, I was excited um, just spending time with those guys. Justin Jones, I thought, did a really good job. <laughs> I thought that he did a nice job today, Grody, of praising Justin Fields, but not really committing to anything and fully acknowledging that he could take a quarterback. I, th I thought he did a nice job. Agree, and I, I thought one of the – the words that he used was key and it was perfect. And it was actually in his introduction today, like when he was giving his monologue before he threw it out for questions, he said, Justin did a good job. He used the word good. He didn't say he did a great job. He didn't say this is a superstar. He didn't say that this is guy's going to be locked in for the Justin Fields did a good job, and that's spot on. That is right. Justin Fields was not great this year. Justin Fields was good good and as he said he has to get better at being a passer and that he would have to be blown away to take a quarterback at the top so he he looks at justin fields the way a lot of people look at justin fields promising but incomplete yeah, it's fascinating. I, I think he really did leave his options open, which is the right thing to do for negotiations. 
and maybe from some of the semantic things that you're catching and the overall vibe, um, you know, he's kept it open privately as well. Uh, I, I don't think there's any downside to keeping it open because Justin Fields has shown the stuff and the confidence and the composure, the professionalism to just go ahead and do his job, no matter what might be swirling around him. That's so true. And I just don't think there was any other answer that Ryan Poles could have given in this case. I would have been surprised if he came out and said, yep, he he's the guy. He is the day one starter next year, and we can't wait to see his growth through the years. I mean, he is sitting in the catbird seat, as we all know, with a number one pick, and he has to publicly and privately do his due diligence to, to steal a line from a, a previous GM, Jerry Angelo. He has to explore every single option. And heck, I mean, even if Justin Fields was a, a more polished passer at this point, you still would have to do that. But since he's not a polished passer yet, he, he's got there, there, there's really there's just no other answer that that Ryan Poles could have given today. Did, did the beat writers think that in the, in the beat in general uh, think, think that he did commit to him when he said, yeah, in response no. to the being the week one starter? Okay. <laughs> No, no. Okay, no I think that people were on to the, the idea that he started, you know, his base for conversation is when he would say yes, it was gotcha. Understand your question. Okay. Yeah. And then he would give the answer. So no, unless there's, I don't know, unless there's one of my colleagues is tweeting something that contradicts what I just said. No. But I think we, we all understood the spirit in which he was saying yes. I just think a lot of the tweets include when they were tweeting out quotes included the word yeah oh i see what you're saying that made on the internet made it look like it was an affirmative and it was totally accurate i'm not saying anything nefarious i thought i thought all the questions were amazing today uh i just i thought that on the internet it read like more of a commitment to it than it was if you actually listened to it and heard the verbal tick of starting all of his answers with, yeah, like, yeah, I got what you're asking. Now let me answer. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. And that's, that's fascinating because that, like, that's what people are clinging to when they see that. When you ask a question about, is he your day one starter? And he says, yes, I could see how that could come across a little bit jarring in, in tweet form. But, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's what he said. That's what you have to write. So I, I get it from both sides, actually. So this is fascinating to me. He was not asked exactly how I kind of wanted it to be asked about, like, if you knew that it was going to be the 32nd pick, would you do it again? But what do we need to know about what Ryan Pohl said about Chase Claypool? Yeah, it sounded to me like Ryan Poles completely has Claypool's back, and I don't have to tell you. Let's let Ryan Poles tell you all about it. There's an entire offseason and half of a season of installs and all the things that you need to do collectively to play and, and execute offensive play. Um, on top of that, it was a little bit choppy with some of it, Justin getting dinged up. Um, he got dinged up. Uh, so it was a little bit choppy of a start. I don't. I told Chase, and we had a really good conversation. I'm not blinking at that one at all. I think he's going to help us moving forward, and I'm excited about it. You said you don't blink at all at the lack of production the last couple of months. So when, when you acquire him, knowing that he'd be coming up for an extension this offseason, doesn't change your opinion at all. You're, you're the same mindset you were when you acquired him. I think you know if with health, with uh, Justin being out for a little bit. Um, your expectation, I told him, like, yeah, I wish, I wish he came in, he had 1,000 yards, and we just were going, but it didn't happen that way. But do I believe in the talent and what he can bring to this team? I do, um, and I still think we're going to get that. In terms of the, the contract stuff, to me, 
we just got to take the next step and see how he gets implemented and how he does in this offseason. He's going to spend a lot of time with Justin as well as the other receivers and build that chemistry, and we'll be able to evaluate that even clearer next year. It sounds like they're going to make him play for that contract and prove it, which is kind of what we've been saying all along. That's what they should do. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was a little surprised he was that unwavering in his support. Like I thought the tone would be more like, yeah, I mean, he's got to show us something still. But he he did go with the, you know, he's been, he was just dropped in here and expected to pick up the playbook. And I will tell you this, and I, I've told this story a few times, that you know, I, I had a conversation with Chase Claypool on the record, and you know, he told me that he he can't wait to 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 get to OTAs and training to to have. Yeah. The full season, and yeah, you know, and players don't say stuff like players don't like going to OTAs. Who would? Um, and Chase Claypool, you know, I, I believed him. He said it to me. I thought it was genuine, and, and it's on tape. So <laughs> I, I, I believed him, and it sounded like Ryan Poles was parroting kind of the same concept. When he says there that I believe he can help us, um, it dovetails with the later Q and A about the number one wide receiver that we played just a little bit ago, where he has the long pause. Um, I don't think he's under the impression necessarily that Chase Claypool is a one that he has his number one wide receiver here you better not be you right (laughs) yeah i agree with that i mean i I don't think darnell mooney's number one like like my uh, my bar for the offseason in terms of receiver is get somebody better than darnell mooney then you're gonna have a pretty good wide receiver right there and then everybody it's like speaks it's like an ace pitcher like you bring in a pitcher everybody else kind of falls in line and everything makes a lot more sense if the bears get somebody whether through the draft through a trade or somehow in free agency get somebody that is a you know thought of as legit or close to being a number one, then all of a sudden it's all going to make so Darnell Mooney's going to look great, and then Chase Claypool. And you could even look at Claypool then and say, yeah, he's probably not the number one, but he's probably got the most potential to do the most special still. I mean, I haven't put that away for Chase Claypool. I mean, I know he had, you know, kind of fizzled out in Pittsburgh, had a bad year for the Bears this year, but he's still young and he still has all of that raw material and more like raw skill and raw talent than 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 any of the wide receivers. So you could still leave that open, but you certainly cannot depend on Chase Claypool being your number one. Yeah, and I didn't think he was going to go too hard on him, Grody, because it just it would be admitting a mistake. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, guys yeah. don't admit mistakes until they're doing TV jobs. Like he's he's not he's not going to you know Pace never admitted the mistake on Mitch. When he, when he when he was here, they're just they they're, they're not going to do it. Um, another offensive piece that we know he likes a lot, David Montgomery. Uh, interesting on how he approached this subject today. Yeah, I mean, you know, my, right now Khalil Herbert is your only sturdy running back on that roster. I don't know what they think of Treston Ebner, the the draft pick after he kind of like had it started strong and fizzled out towards the end. Darrington Evans got some time, so the, the, they're going to need somebody like David Montgomery. And here is how Ryan Poles feels about him and his future. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan David Montgomery. I know mean, he's a free agent. Can he do enough this year for you to want to keep him in the fold here? I've always wanted to keep David. I, I love his mentality, how he plays the game. I told him that to his face, and it comes from, uh, I mean, I, he's part of the identity that we had this year that kept us competitive. Um, now the second part of that is just the, the contract situation. Uh, that's something that we'll see how that goes and if we can find common ground. I've, obviously, I've learned that. You can want a player, and, and it, the value's got to come together um, for it to happen. But I love the way that he attacked this season. Like that's that's a guy that does everything right. And you all watched his tenacity, his fight. Like he, um, I'm a big David Montgomery fan. 
Yeah, I think that he wants him, but he's going to look for someone who's even faster and more explosive because they actually have the money to do it. But, yeah. I th- you know, I, th- I, th- I think Montgomery fits, but there's probably better fits also. Yeah, and I, that, I thought it was key, too, that Ryan Poles shared that part of, look, I've had this happen before where I love a player. He learned from Roquan. Just, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. Learn from Roquan. You can love a guy, but don't get your heart set on him. The money has to work. So that was, if you are a Montgomery fan, that's the sobering part. But the good news for Bears fans, not necessarily for Montgomery, is that there are so. This is such a great free agent crop of running backs that his and, and as you guys know, there's going to be a ton of value in the draft. How valuable is David Montgomery going to be money wise for any team? So, so I think that they'll have a chance at if Montgomery is being earnest and saying that he'd love to be back, and Poles is being earnest and saying that he loves the player. I do think it's plausible that they could come to some kind of thing. But I, but to to get more a, a more dynamic dynamic runner on the team would probably be pretty smart too. Yeah, I, I just don't think know that they're going to pay a high free agent premium for a non-premium position, having just let an off-the-ball linebacker go, and I know that the Ravens just signed Roquan Smith for the first ever $20 million plus contract for an off-the-ball linebacker. It just it wouldn't fit to me to see them have a big free agent expenditure there. I, I, I agree. It's just they have an unusual amount of money in a year that's not a great free agent year, except at running back. And so because there's so many running backs that are available, you might be able to get a premium running back at less than premium price or just draft a running back who's faster than David Montgomery. It's a system that is should be productive at running back, but... They clearly love Montgomery, and uh, there needs continuity somewhere. What else we got, Grody? Yeah, let's let's get into the the offensive line. That's you know supposedly Ryan Poles' bread and butter because he was an offensive lineman, and here was his evaluation of what he saw this year and going forward. With the eye of a former offensive lineman, how do you evaluate the production, the effort, the play you got from your O line this season? Yeah, I thought you know I'll start with. The positives, the run game stuff was outstanding. I thought they did a good job. I thought um, I had talked about earlier about putting guys in position to succeed. I thought Tevin was successful moving a guard. Uh, that was fun to see him go through that. Um, but as a, a unit, I thought the run game was really good. Um, but we have to get better in pass pro. They all know that, um, and they're up for the challenge. And we got to continue for those that aren't here. We got to continue to bring in players that can help us do that. Nice uh, shout out for Tevin. Um, he mm-hmm. liked seeing Tevin adjust to guard earlier in the press conference. Lots of praise for Braxton Jones on going through everything he went through, including the schedule. Only bear to play every snap this season, Braxton Jones. The one thing, though, about all of that with Ryan Poles is, is at one point too, he was asked about like who's coming back as starters. He did not commit to anybody as a starter on that offensive line next year. And you can, as you just did, Spiegel, correctly, you can infer from the from the names that he is dropping, Tevin Jenkins and Braxton Jones singling those guys out, that they very well could be starters still next year on this offensive line. But there's no guarantee. And he even talked about, you know, some of these first and second year guys and draftees that play prominent roles that they may not play as much prominent roles next year, but they'll be ready to to perform in a in as depth. So I think a lot of what they accomplished this year was getting depth. That stat was crazy. Uh, and that had to be some sort of internal stat. I haven't seen that going around that they had 
over a thousand more rookie snaps than the next closest team in the league. Wow. Yeah, that it's, was, that it's was a crazy stat. Sec- secondary could have done that alone the last month. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, and, and, Braxton and, Jones playing every snap. Brisker, Gordon, yeah, ton, ton yeah. of guys. And they're not just going to, like, it, like these, some of these guys that are, been, you know, not obviously Brisker is going to, I think, part of the core, same with Kyler Gordon. But, you know, even somebody like Braxton Jones, even if he's not the starting left tackle, they, man, did he get some good experience this year. You know, yep. man, yep. a lot of these guys, and that's what a lot of them will become. They'll become valuable depth pieces. You know, a lot of these guys won't be coming back, too, but there, there is something to be said for the depth spots. Anything else? Um, yeah, one more actually. Let, let's slide in a Matt Eberflus cut, oh, if we may. Oh, that's right. He was there. <laughs> he he was, was playing the Jed Hoyer role as the yes. uh, as as the the lovely uh, vegetation that Jed used to represent for Theo thought, Epstein. I, and I thought the Flus played it very well. He looked very. He was nodding his head up there. <laughs> he was looking throughout the media. He was looking in our eyes. So I think he was enjoying oh, his God. his lot in life today. But. He was asked about his assistant coaches and uh, if there will be changes. As I said after the game, you know, I'm going to meet with those guys here shortly, each one of them, and we'll evaluate everything as we go. But again, it's the NFL. A lot of things move, a lot of things change, a lot of things adjust. So we'll address that when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the, yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. Um, what might the changes be? Mm. Uh, in talking with Pat Manley as I was watching that game, here, one of the ones I watched, we were watching, he was like, man, look at the, their defensive line stunts are absolute trash. And that, 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 that is the, is that Alan Williams? Is that the defensive line coach? We know the talent is bad, but their stunts have been garbage back there. Yeah. I mean, you, you do start with the, the coordinator, Alan Williams, and you know, it's, it's just considering everything. It's easy to give him a pass. I mean, they, the, the players that they lost on defense, you know, Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn, Khalil Mack at the beginning of the year, if you want to go really deep, and not not even considering a key mix, they didn't give him a lot to work with this year. When you're depending on Dominique Robinson, a project rookie, and uh, Travis Gibson, a guy who is a former fifth rounder from the previous regime to be the guys that get to the quarterback, you're not giving him a lot to work with. But when, when the defense is that bad and historically bad at times, of course you have to look at, at the coordinator. And, you know, when, when Matt Eberflus goes into it, you know, there's always change at assistance. There, there always are. Sometimes guys get other jobs. You know, sometimes there are guys that are not as good at their jobs. Sometimes there are players that can have influence in those areas. And so Matt Eberflus is right, but I think everything totally has to be considered, considering how bad they were. Any Bears Nuggets? Um, you know, just a couple things. I guess one really big thing, and that is, you know, don't be surprised if in short order we start to hear about, like, they're, they're hiring to replace Ted Phillips as president and CEO, CEO of the organization. That they, now that they've had the, the Ryan Poles, um, you know, interview, we'll see what goes down with that here very soon. So I think that's going to be the next thing, and who knows, maybe even this week. Um, so stand by for something to happen in that area. And if you would like a little bit more of this style of football talk, I will be on NBC Sports Chicago tonight on their uh, Chicago football night uh, or football night in Chicago. I do believe that's what it is with Layla Rahimi, Josh Schrock, and, and Courtney Cronin. So oh, it's 6 o'clock yeah. tonight. Good yeah, stuff, Groats. Um, yep. Just following up on the Ted Phillips replacement stuff, uh, Kevin Warren's the principal name that we've heard. There's been a couple yep. others, but I don't know 
Any, any other name would be a shock at this point, frankly. At this point, that is true. Yeah, I mean, just talking to some people, like that still is the most prominent name. We've seen this in all sports where you think you know who the guy is and then somebody comes, you know, the candidate that they'd really been thinking about comes in out of left field. So I don't, you know, that possibility still exists, but I do think Kevin Warren is still the top dog for the job. Grody, good stuff, man. Thank you. Later, guys. You can get in your questions for one last thing. Text or Twitch them in. Uh, Massive baseball story today that I feel like Cubs and White Sox fans both uh, would have strong opinions on. It's next on The Score. That one drilled out into very deep left center. And it's a home run for Correa. And the Twins lead 2-0. Get your questions in for one last thing. Len Casper there on the call. The Carlos Correa saga took another turn. First, it was the Giants. Then Steve Cohen stole him from the Giants after the physical questions with the text to Scott Boris in Hawaii overnight over Martinis. Then there's questions about the physical in New York. So forget the you know 10-plus year deal, the $300-plus million deal. He's got to settle by going back to Minnesota for only six years, $200 million. It's fascinating. The subjectivity involved with uh, a physical to be passed, clearly it's something that teams think could be degenerative and they're afraid of the back half of the money and the guarantees. And it seems like the reporting's been more around the ankle than the than the back issue. So just just interesting and so like on a couple of levels like one now it's two teams it's it, two it's two teams that have backed out including one team that has no fear about money right with the mets so so that part gives legitimate pause to it and you know i had talked a little bit about you know why the cubs had it not been involved and not is involved even last year this year question marks about it that I think all of that still holds true and has aged very well about teams having some questions about Carlos Correa's health. Mm. But I will say, at some point, it comes down to acceptable risk. Six for 200. I feel like I could make a White Sox argument. Certainly, I can make a Cubs argument. Would you like to have Dansby Swanson and Carlos Correa? Well, yeah, I think Cubs' argument is easier because they – ought to be in the business of offering deals like that, and I've done it before. The White Sox, it would be $125 million more than their biggest free agent expenditure of all time. Which is Andrew Benintendi, who's going to join us tomorrow at 315. Oh! By the way, Andrew Benintendi, tomorrow on the show, 315. But That's cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I, I don't know. On the White Sox side, they gave Joe Maurer 8 for 184, the Twins did. Now now the Twins are giving Correa six for 200. Mm. You can't make the argument that that's a bigger market. It's got to be infuriating that your biggest offer ever is 75 million bucks and the Minnesota Twins have bested that by 100 million plus twice. <laughs> I, think that, I think that is infuriating to White Sox fans. I'm not saying necessarily that the White Sox should Maybe have given... Maybe not newly infuriating, but yes. But just... But, it's not the Mets. It's not the Cubs. It's not the Giants. It's the not twins. the Red Sox. It, it's the Twins. The Twins are the team that brings back Carlos Correa within the, the division. Can't feel great. Certainly yeah. didn't feel great to a lot of White Sox fans that I interacted with on the internet today. So I don't know. But weird as Minnesota Twins. The contract just came back down to a level that 
I mean, I assume a lot of teams would have been interested at six for two hundred million. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, you could certainly Cubs. I mean, that, that, how about third base? Well, that's know, what I'm saying. Correa that's... was going to play third base next to Lindor. You put him at third base next to Dansby Swanson. Yeah. It would be but, unbelievable. But I know they were not. They were scared off by the medicals. Every, on, yes. Yeah. On, on Correa. And they were scared off on the medicals before any of this. They, what, last year, this year, they, they were scared off on the medicals on Correa. Yeah. And it that seems to have aged very well. Like that scouting by the Cubs in particular on Correa. But I do wonder if it. It's obviously more money than Dansby Swanson got, right? It's one fewer year, and it's more millions of dollars. But their whole thing coming into the offseason, at least the reporting was, that they were fine with high average annual value on shorter-term deals. Dick, do you think that Jed would have rather seven for 170, whatever it was, for Dansby Swanson, or six for 200 for Carlos Correa? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't I, know. The way that these medicals have played out is really... I think it's Dansby because of the medicals, but the Correa contract ended up being more in line with what we thought the Cubs were going to try to do before the offseason, which was big average annual value, shorter-term deals. This is a really weird situation because on top of all of that, the stuff that I'd heard out of Minnesota is that they didn't love their experience with Correa. They didn't love it. Like, they weren't sure he was a guy who wanted to play every day, was committed to playing every day. And here they are going back to the well here. Uh, Even though it is shorter, it's still $200 It's still still six years. It's just what a weird thing with the agent switch. Then all of a sudden the medicals were not an issue. And the subjectivity of it, it's it's very strange. I, I find myself now with, you know, with, with two major teams who were committed for different reasons, and the Giants and the Mets, both backing away. I'm fine that it didn't work out here for either of the locals. I'm fine. I'm okay to skip on Correa. feel fine about it. Texter says Mar- uh, Maurer was already there. Who of the White Sox let walk that would have garnered a deal close to that? Carlos Rodon. Yeah, Carlos Rodon. <laughs> so, Shane says we should take this call. Uh, Yago? Yago in Orland Park. You're on the score. Yago. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, Good. Yago. Hey, listen, I got a suggestion. I want the Bears to draft a quarterback, trade Montgomery, and make Justin Fields a running back. The guy likes to run. Make him a running back. <laughs> Yago. Why do you... <laughs> Why do you ruin my day? Why, 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 why you end my day so poorly, Yago? Hey, that's a good suggestion, right? He likes to run. But he's, he's, a, he's a quarterback. He completed 69% of his passes at Ohio State. He was throwing to nobody. Yeah, but over here, I know. I know, I know that. But listen, and another thing. You know, I wanted Doug Peterson to come here. Look, he went to the Jaguars. Every year, this team, let's play He's taking them to the playoffs. Well, I mean, listen, we can't undo that. Wait, which Peterson? Doug Peterson, oh, the coach of the Jaguars. I thought he said Jock Peterson, and then I got very oh, confused. No, Doug Peterson. No, no, Doug, the, 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 the Bears were never going to do the Doug Peterson thing after they did the Andy Reid thing. Or the, the Matt, Matt Nagy, Nagy thing. thing. They yeah. weren't going to go back to the same tree. But, yeah, Doug Peterson looking like a, a good hire for the Jaguars. I would have been fine with it, too. You guys know I wanted an offensive coach. Yago, that's a much better thought. Than uh, than Justin Fields as a running back. Don't do that, okay? He's going to be All your right, quarterback. Hey, listen, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals for the Super Bowl. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you, Yago. 
I'm with you, Iago. Bengals Niners, baby. Let's go. Should I recycle my Tim Crum ride content? <laughs> no, no, please yeah, not. We're good. That was one you just you just needed to put through. <laughs> had to had to put Iago through. You kidding me? He was so excited to to talk because normally I have the phones blocked. Uh, so I, I had uh, to another put one. Is Iago calling back? See what else he's got. Let's that's, see. that's our first Super Bowl pick, by the way. I'm excited. We're we're gearing up for favorite segment of the year. Oh yeah, it's true for the big Super Bowl reveal. Oh my God, who's it going to be this year? I don't know. Very excited. You started booking it yesterday. I I've started compiling my list. That's perfect. It's yeah. a lot of time. You got yeah. a lot of time. Yeah, I've got a month. Yeah, a little over a month. But very excited for the who's going to win the Super Bowl. What's the score going to be and why? Segment. Thirty guests. What's our number? Uh, I think I did like. It, it, had a few cancellations last year, no yeah. shows. So I think it was like 34, 35. Right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Friday before the Super Bowl. And, and last year, I think they were probably like 70% new from the year before. I, I'm trying for around the same number this year, but mm. it's, some are unavoidable. I lo- yeah, the big names, you know, stay with the classics. Yeah, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie leads it off every year. Eddie Gutierrez <laughs> will always be there. There yeah. you go. The Unless guy- he dies. Who, the people who don't know who Eddie Ramirez is, that's the person. Gutierrez, yep. you, Eddie, Eddie, unbelievable. Eddie. I thought that's what you said. If I, or, or, unbelievable. Caesar Rodriguez. We got Cesar Rodriguez. What did Speaks call Gabe? Gabe, uh, Mar- when he was Martinez. Rounding, Gabe Martinez, round at third base. Oh, my God. Wow. Everyone's that's, favorite Latino. Let's not put all those together. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to Ray Diaz. Oh, my God. Uh, King of the bat flip. <laughs> Shut up. Caesar Rodriguez. It's <laughs> not Martinez. good. It's a pretty no. good call before that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty solid. 95% of that call was good. Yeah. <laughs> One part was not. Uh, no, but so uh, Eddie Gutierrez, oh, yeah. my apologies, is the person who hosted Rick Camp when he walked, walked into the wrong <laughs> Super Bowl party. So the new When tra- Rick Camp left the Modelo, because there was a sunk cost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And so he just stayed at the wrong house for a while. Let me text Tanny. (laughs) This doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. (laughs) Oh, no, there's peanut butter here. (laughs) We'll answer your questions Mm. for one last thing. Jacob Pertle. (laughs) I-P-E-R. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, Including a small prediction for uh, a unique sporting event that I think could be coming here. It's coming up on the score. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. Florio says that uh, they're going to make a decision soon on where the AFC Championship game would be if it was a neutral site. Soldier Field sucks, but I think it actually makes the most sense if it's Chiefs-Bills. It's about 500 miles and change from each of the locations, so Hmm. it's the most equidistant between Buffalo and Kansas City, and you keep some climate integrity, for lack of a better word. It's, It's not a dome stadium. It's not an outdoor stadium, or it is an outdoor stadium. And uh, Indianapolis already said no. So how about, how about Cleveland? That's the other one that that strikes me as a possibility. Yeah, uh, I don't. That, that would that would also make make some sense. Soldier Field would feel great, though. It'd be exciting. Yeah, I might go. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah, a cheap, presumably like not a terribly expensive ticket to a standalone AFC Championship game. Never seen, never been at a championship game before. It'd be kind of fun. Uh, Shane got questions. Yeah. Um... One last thing for Danny from the 815. Did any of your neighbors complain about your lame-ass Christmas lights? No. No one complained other than the occasional comment from Steph, which was totally deserved because I just I, – I didn't even put up all of them when, oh. I, when I realized that the ones that I put up, some of them were burnt out, and it just – it was very half-assed. Speaking I, of burnt out, Danny, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. I'm ashamed. Oh. Yeah, you, uh, sh- you shouldn't be ashamed. <laughs> You've next had, year, uh, I'm going to do better. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. You'll be trying next year. <laughs> I'm going to be trying next year. Next year, hold me accountable. I'm going to do what I did last year and more. By the way, there's going to be wow. an addition. Do we need final standings for Parkins versus Parkins versus Spiegel versus Spiegel, or should we do some picks? No, we're not doing here. picks. We can't do picks. 
We can't. Okay. You, you'll figure out why, but we can't do picks. Okay. We're, we're ending it where it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can't tell you why, but we're ending it where it is. Intriguing. Uh, that's a tease. Yeah, that's a tease. Uh, what's your favorite frozen pizza from the 708? Uh, that would be the... Uh, brew, <laughs> Which one speaks? <laughs> the Brew Pub Lots of Matzo Pizza. I saw the truck today when I was pumping gas about my jewels. It's awesome. The stuff is good. It's legit good. And we got some in the freezer here. I pop it in from time to time. Delish. <laughs> That's got to be ours, right? <laughs> the sponsor? We got to give the sponsor. It, do, all... it doesn't have to be yeah, yours. You say what you want. It speaks endorsement. Mine. Oh, okay. Well, and it's my legit pick. I'd yeah. probably go home run in is the most common. That or DiGiorno. Yeah, my kid's a home run in snob, so that's the only frozen one we eat. That It's good. And the uh, Detroit, the Motor City pizza you can get at, at Costco. That's a good frozen. The uh, the massive, like, 20-inch pizza, frozen pizza from Aldi. I don't know what the brand is, mm. but it is incredible. Whatever. <laughs> oh, brew pub, lots of matzo. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, it, it is very good. You've got some around here. We, yeah. we have it as a snack. All sometimes. right. So because of that result, I can't remember the area code. But somebody asked if Speaks was no longer here, Danny. Who from the score would you like to co-host the show? <laughs> if Speaks was no longer here, thanks, man. Who would I like to co-host Love the you, show? Shane. From the station. Just say Shane. Get it over with. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> no chance. You're I'd, my love host with, I'd love to host with Dan. Bernstein. Yeah. Be fun. I don't know about every day. Was it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was the question like every day or like if Speaks wasn't here on vacation? Yeah. Like, and then we'll apply the same to Speaks if you weren't here. Like, if you have to pick another host, you two from the station to host with full time in a day part. Yeah, probably Dan. Speaks. Dan. Dan if, if we finally killed Danny. Mm. Yeah. After all the years of trying, <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Um, you know, Bernstein, Bernstein and I have done some shows in the past that have been pretty good. The so Vegas yeah. shows were real good. Yeah. Yeah. And way, way back when we did some wife swap shows. So yeah, I'd probably go there. I'd probably go there too. Tanny, if you had to work with another uh, producer to your Literally left. Literally anyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to work uh, with someone else to my right here, I would simply become on a live. Yo. I'll throw myself into the lake. That's how good. Oh, it's so sweet. Yep. And he is. It's the nicest thing anyone's ever said, dude. Mm-hmm. You out of questions? Yeah, I can't find any, man. Here's one. Uh, Filibuster. What here. is your favorite pre-flop hand in Texas Hold'em to go all in with when you are the short stack? We were just talking about this. We were, 7-2. Why didn't you ask that one, Shane? Uh, I didn't po- see that Pocket one. aces. Po- pocket aces. Pocket aces. I'll take the best hands. I'll take um, suited Ace with a baby connector. So if I have ace two, three, or five suited, yeah, bam, insta shove, insta shove, insta shove. Because I might hit the, uh, might hit the wheel, I might hit the flop, and I might have the only ace. You never know. Yeah, flush. Yeah, of course. That's a, that's a good one. Suited the wheel connectors. or the flush. I mean, it's flush, not flop. I said, yeah, the wheel or the flush. Wheel, flush, pair the ace. Right. Yeah, I understand. Okay, I, good. I understand the hands that you could make. Yeah, good, with, good. With, with ace five or less. Dude. Glad we talked. Here's fighting, one. Shane, they're fighting. We're gonna get that out <laughs> post on deck. Hey, <laughs> Bernstein, you ready? I know you're listening. <laughs> Solo. Will you guys be broadcasting from the Cubs convention? Why, yes, we will. Is that not being promoted? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's a question. We'll be there Friday. The Friday afternoon. We'll be there Friday. Up on the fourth floor, right in front of the main convention hall, right by the red carpet. We'll be right there in the red carpet. That's awesome. Looking forward to that. And can we say who we're, we've been told that we're going to get on the show? No, because they're not locked in. But those are like those are who they're supposed to be giving us. So we can't say. Let's I not can, say names. I can tell you yeah, this: that names. Tom Ricketts is going to be on the morning show on Friday morning, eight a.m. That's locked in. Yep, that one's locked in. And then we have big, big names possible that have for been us. Told that we'll get, but we apparently can't say them yet. Yep. But we'll be at Cubs convention 
talking to Cubs people. And Hack Wilson will be there. That, Man, Sorry. That's, that's that, awesome. I thought that was off the air. Frank Chance is coming by. But don't worry. We'll still do Bears hypotheticals for the offseason, even from Cubs convention. Maybe with Cubs people. I'd expect nothing less. Jed's going to have takes. Jed loves the NFL. Uh-huh. Like, Theo, Dan, Dansby Swanson has to have takes. Theo, Theo was always like, uh, football, you know, it's there's just not that many people. There's no minor leagues. Kind right. of, uh, it seems easy. But Hipster. Jed's very much like, I play fantasy football. I know the point spread. I want to talk football. Yeah, so for those of you uh, listening now, it's it's Jed and Dansby Swanson that we're hoping <laughs> that we've been told will be there. So. I was just I was just <laughs> re- referencing a couple of people. I know. It was just funny. <laughs> Jed and Dansby. So. Uh, there we go. <laughs> we're hoping to have Jed and Dansby on the show on Friday. Yeah. That would be really good. Uh, we do have Boomer Esiason tomorrow, and we do have Andrew Benintendi tomorrow. Right. Benintendi, 315. Boomer moving to 340. Okay. You set your calendar. Awesome. And I have gifts for you guys from the Dominican Republic that will be revealed tomorrow as well. And you gave away the 47 hour tease about 30 hours in. I did. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton. That's how you do radio, folks. (laughs) Thank you to our guests today. They were Mark Grody and Joe Kelly. Thank you to Connor O'Donnell, Twitch chat video stream. Thank you, sir. Kevin Lapka for another great graphic of Coachella. Uh, thank you to Shane Reader and our executive producer. Thank you, sir. Chris Tannehill makes us sound better than we are each and every day. Thank you, sir. From Matt Spiegel, I'm Danny Parkins. We are Parkins and Spiegel. This is the score. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos. Let's ride. Perfect. Okay. One more time. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.